This is episode number 16 of the Physical Therapy Business School podcast and in this episode we look at your price strategy and if your prices are too low and you can't raise your rates because you're fearful of losing your patients, we ask the question, what is going wrong? It's all on this episode of the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. My name is Paul Goff, former professional soccer physical therapist turned successful business owner and author from the UK. Each week, we answer your questions and bring you an inspiring story or person from the global physical therapy community. This show is dedicated to helping great physical therapists become hugely successful business owners. Thanks for joining me today. Now let the class begin. So let's get going with episode number 16 of the Physical Therapy Business School podcast and in this episode we are going to talk all about what I believe to be a huge problem. Um, We're going to dig into the podcast in a moment. A problem that exists inside a lot of cash and out of network clinics, private pay, self-pay type clinics all across the world that sees the business owner not able to charge as much as he or she would like. Is it happening to you? Are you working... uh, for uh, less of a rate than you would like to because if that's happening um, if that's happening to you what we have to look at is what is going wrong like what are you doing wrong if you're not able to charge the prices that you deserve and we'll dig into it on this podcast and we'll show you how to do it without losing uh, any of your patients um, so it's uh, early February and I am about to set off to uh Heathrow to jump on a plane and head out to the US for the next seven weeks. I'm excited to um, head around from or head across the US from Austin to San Antonio. I'm going from San Antonio to New Mexico, New Mexico to San Diego to spend most of my time there. And then in between that, I'm heading to uh, Phoenix, I'm heading to Las Vegas, and I'm heading up to Seattle to speak at the uh, Washington Physical Therapy Association Conference. So I've got a pretty busy and pretty hectic next seven weeks. If you are around any of those cities or states and you want to come and hang out with me, you want to have a beer, I've got some workshops happening. I've got a workshop going on in San Antonio for three days and I've got a two-day mastermind event happening for my coaching program, for my mastermind coaching program happening in San Diego in uh, March. I think it's the 17th and 18th. I'll be getting together with what looks like to be 40 business owners in San Diego and spending two days teaching them. Um, a lot of the stuff that I talk to you about, but obviously just going way, way, way deeper into it uh, and helping them to apply it at their practice so the next six or seven weeks is going to be pretty busy which i'm excited about i'm going to get to meet up with a lot of you a lot of uh listeners to the podcast hopefully uh encourage a lot more new listeners to the podcast to join our global community of physical therapy business owners all across the world we have providers all over listening to this podcast and it's pretty um it's pretty inspiring for me to get the emails and to get the messages through Facebook and you know people getting in touch with me from uh, all across America, from the UK, from Australia, from Mexico, from Europe. Uh, we had a person get in touch from uh, Norway just a couple of uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, who basically got in touch and said she loves to listen to the podcast, uh, asks me questions based around things that I am teaching her, and kind of tells me how everything has been applied at her practice just from stuff that she's listening to at this podcast the lady's name um trules t-r-u-l-s 
L-I-L-L-E-B-O, Trules Lilibo. I hope I've pronounced your name right, Trules from Norway. Uh, it's a pleasure to hear from you, and it's great to hear from everybody who's listening to the podcast. So we're making an impact, we're making a splash, um, and together we are um, thinking differently about our businesses and hopefully making more of an impact on the people that we serve, and ultimately um, I'm able to make an impact on you and how you run your business so that you can do all of that stuff. So the next few weeks is going to be pretty busy. Of course, Harry and Tobias and Natalie, they're flying out. Um, they fly a week after me. So I've got quite busy with speaking events and a mastermind event in San Antonio, um, another one in New Mexico, and then Natalie, Tobias and Harry will come out to meet me in San Diego. We'll spend six weeks in La Jolla. Uh, we will be uh, moving on with the uh, residency uh, visa that we're applying for. I'll be um, looking for a little office over there in San Diego in the La Jolla, Encinitas kind of area to run my uh, marketing agency from from that side of the well so it's all exciting stuff um, and it's all from uh, pretty much everything that I teach you on this podcast everything that is happening to me in my life in terms of how I run my business and how I'm able to take my family uh, with me wherever we go and ultimately start a new life in uh, the west coast and California is all because of the things that I share with you on this podcast I don't teach you anything I don't talk to you about anything unless I'm doing it myself at my practice it's not theory it's not bs it's not stuff that I've read it's not stuff that I've walked out of a seminar with it's stuff that I've absolutely gone to a seminar and absolutely read books i'm relentlessly invested in my education and it's no coincidence that the more i invest the more successful that i become usually about 10x i said this to somebody the other day the uh the salary that i um earn in the following year is usually around about 10 times um, more than the money that I invested in education in terms of working with business coaches or taking classes and courses. And that's no coincidence. Um, the more that you invest in yourself and the more that you invest in your business, the faster that you will get to wherever it is that you want to be. And I can certainly tell you that that has happened to me year upon year. So um, it's gonna be pretty It's gonna be pretty epic um, few weeks. And like I said, with this podcast, Every single thing that I've learned from business coaches or from reading in books or from being in masterminds or seminars, I take it, I make it work in my practice, and then I will start to teach it. So only then do you get to find out about it once I've made it work, or if I haven't been able to make it work, it's just as important to know what not to do as it is to know what to do. And again, you know, a significant reason for you to be constantly learning picking up information, taking courses, joining mastermind programs, etc., wherever you are, because sometimes the value that you get from knowing what not to do is as important as knowing what to do. It saves you time, saves you a lot of time, and saves you a lot of money. So we're also fresh off the back of a huge um, uh, program that we launched, Business Growth School, PT Business Growth School. 85 business owners um, decided to take the course with us, and as I uh, speak to you now, we are one week in. We are module one in to the PT Business Growth School program, which is uh, the most number of students we've ever had on a program. So hats off to um, to you if you you know you took that course with us. Hopefully, already making significant changes to your business. So that's what's new in my life, and that's what's going on. Business is good. Vicky's back. Uh, staff doing great, and I'm excited to um, head out to the US to connect with you and um, to get face to face with more of the people listening to the podcast. So let's dig into the main body of today's show it's all around how to raise prices at your clinic without losing all your patients because 
if you're not able to charge the prices that you want you will never be able to make the profits that you deserve and you'll never be able to live the life that you want so ultimately in business everything that is good about a successful business in terms of the profits and the lifestyle prosperity for the business owner comes from the ability for that business to charge premium prices everywhere i go every mastermind event that i'm part of and i pay to be involved in my own mastermind events in the uk and the us the biggest problem that i see for most business owners is that their price strategy is wrong they live in fear of charging higher prices for fear of losing their customers and my response is always what the hell have you got to lose because right now you're unhappy right now you're unhealthy right now your business is a shambles right now you've been struggling for the last five years and nothing has changed and unless you do something pretty different soon nothing's going to change next year or the year after or the year after and it's like i keep saying businesses are not in business for 20 years they are in business one year 20 times they do the same thing year in year out and expect a different result it's lazy it's a lazy way of thinking and it's a lazy way of running a business so let's face up to the real problem and this is what you know when i go into these mastermind events i'm pretty brutal when i when i speak and i look at people's numbers i look at the p l and i look at the cash flow and i look at everything else and the problem is always the same that their prices are too low and their prices are too low and i always take it back to this because they're not very good at marketing and sales that's it okay you can have um you know the best service the best pt skills and the best everything else and fine there are some physios out there there are some anomalies who've got to where they are but most of them are just again working too hard they're full up they've got a schedule that's packed but the profits aren't there that they deserve they're not the profitable business owner that they should be for the skills and the value that they add to their community so the problem is always always back to price and or marketing and sales if you can't raise your rates something is going wrong at your clinic you're not doing something right and that's the thing that you've got to face up to now let's look a little bit deeper into price strategy most business owners look around the town look around the community that they're in and they will see that two or three other people in their area who have been there a little bit longer than them charge for example in britain it might be 35 pounds so everybody else in that town charges 35 pounds they might get to 40 pounds per session in the u.s the cash-based owner looks around and he sees that you know one or two people are charging uh, $130, so he'll start out at 120 because they can get a massage for 90 and um, the chiropractors charge, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 uh, for physical therapy. They assume that nobody's going to pay anything more than $120 a session. Okay? Crazy. Absolutely crazy way of setting the most important aspect of your business, which is your price now this comes on the back of a conversation that i had with a lady from orlando from the orlando area favorite part of of um or one of my favorite parts of america uh altamonte springs kind of area just north of disney and she's charging 80 dollars a session and i literally like there was silence on the phone there was silence on the phone when she told me what she was charging and i just said what the hell are you doing wrong or what has gone wrong to make you think that you can only charge $80 a session for physical therapy and it'll always 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 go back to the fear of losing a patient if they raise the rates so then that's the problem the problem is not that I can't raise rates what's underneath that ability not to be able to raise rates it's the fact that you don't have deal flow 
Deal flow solves most problems in most businesses. Now, not for every business, but for most businesses, and certainly for most physical therapy practices, their underlying problem is they don't have enough of the right patients, they don't have enough of any patients, and therefore they're not able to charge the fees that they deserve. Then the next problem happens when the price isn't set right. That means, so the person who's charging $100, okay? By the time you've paid your rate, by the time you've paid your rent, <coughs> you you bring in your admin assistant, you pay your fees, you know, your insurance, and you pay your um, money to the medical board to stay on their board for that year or whatever else you've got to pay. There's not much left over for you. And there certainly isn't much left over to invest in courses to learn actually how to run a business. And then there definitely isn't anything left over for marketing and, and sales. So <coughs> marketing and sales you don't pay for that as a business owner. The business owner should not be responsible for the marketing and the sales in terms of the budget. The person who is doing business with you pays for the marketing and the sales. So again, it's it's a wrong way to look at the way that you run your business when you think that the marketing budget comes out of your pocket. It absolutely doesn't. It comes out of the person who is paying the bills pocket, not the business owner's. It comes out of the business owner's pocket who doesn't have a proper price strategy in play who doesn't understand business and the way that business works the business owner pays for nothing inside of that business he provides a service he gets rewarded and compensated for that service because he's added significant value to the life of the customer the customer is happy to exchange time and money to that person for that value that's business in a nutshell in a heartbeat so if i'm only charging a hundred dollars I'm never going to be able to put 25 or $30 aside for every patient to actually then go and buy more patients. And if I can't buy more patients, which is ultimately what marketing is, if I can't buy more patients because I've got no money for Facebook or for Google or for newspaper ads or a better website or somebody to do my social media um, campaigns for me, I'm not bringing more people to my door. And if I'm not bringing more people to my door, I haven't got the confidence to raise my rates to 180. Because that's all that business is and that's all that stands in the way of most people listening to this today raising their rates is is a lack of understanding and i mean it respectfully a lack of understanding of what actually goes in and the mechanics and the structure of business and how it operates and it's a failure to recognize that if the problem is i can't raise my rates because i'm frightened of losing patience then i have to have a predictable and reliable system to replace the the patients that i might lose who don't want to pay my new 180 dollar fee so that's nobody else's fault and i'm going to give some tough love out that's nobody else's fault that's not the government's that's not the national healthcare service that's not obamacare that's not people in your town that is the business owner's fault a um, failure to recognize that that is what's really going on in business so let's look at it okay that's the problem so the problem is that if you're fearful of losing patients, you have to have a system to replace those patients. But how do you get past that? All right, I now agree that I need more patients and I need to do some more marketing. Where do I find the money? Well, you find the money in a price rise like today. Somebody listening to this podcast right now, and there are thousands of people listening to this podcast, wherever you are, if you're flying, if you're driving, you're running, you're walking, you're listening to me uh, with your earphones in, heading back from the gym, uh, you're in Texas, you're in Toronto, you are in Sydney, Melbourne, New York, London, little old Hartlepool, wherever you are, somebody is going to listen to this podcast and raise their rates. And I'm going to ask you to do it. And when you have, email me, paul at paulgoff.com, 
and tell me how successful you've been. And I'm going to share it on the next podcast. Um, I'm going to share some success stories on the next podcast. I'm going to give you some strategies to help you do it. But the first one is, like, today you have to raise the rates. Even if it's by 20 quid, $20, £5, £10, whatever. Raise the rates. Get comfortable raising rates. And to help you do it, it's a mindset shift that I'm going to give you. So let's say that I call up my local um, physical therapy clinic. So next week I'm in Austin, all right? I'm in Austin. I have a couple of clients there in Austin. And I do a little Google search. And I need a physio because I've hurt my back, but I can't go and see the clients. I can't go and see Jared uh, Carter. I can't go and see Stephen Dunn. I can't go and see Paul Hendricks, all of the clients that I have in that area. So I do a Google search to find a physio to help me with my back. And I ring one physio and he tells me he's $110. And I ring the second physio and he tells me he's $115. Do you think that in my brain, I think there is any difference between those two providers of choice? Of course not. Because that price occupies the same space in my mind i cannot and there is no other way for me to um choose a physio in austin next week if that happens to me other than on there's not that much difference between the guy who charges 115 and the guy who charges 110 therefore i'll go with the guy that charges 110 i might as well save myself five dollars because they obviously both think they're round about the same because they both charge round about the same now to the business owner that they think that that five dollars is an is an almighty jump and an almighty leap. The reality is that it, it isn't. It's not even a McDonald's. Like I can't even get a McDonald's for five dollars for crying out loud. So nobody's making purchase decisions on their health on the basis of a Big Mac. Like it really isn't going to happen. So please start to understand how all this actually goes on and the critical thinking that must go on behind around how you price your services at your clinic. So let's say I ring the third provider of choice, okay? Let's say I ring the third provider, and the third provider, he charges $175. He charges $175, $60 more, 33 35% more than the other guys. What's starting to go on in my brain? What's the first question that I'm going to ask? What is this guy doing differently that the other two aren't. What value is this guy adding that he's able to charge 35% more than the other two? And if he is that confident and he is that good, am I going to risk going to the guy who charges 110 or 115 when it's my health and it's the most valuable thing that I've got and I have a problem right now that I need to have solved? Am I going to risk going to the guys who um, label themselves as cheap or am I going to guy go to the guy who values what he does so confidently that he's able to set his fees wildly, spectacularly higher than the rest. Let that sink in. Because if you were a consumer, that is how you would make decisions. If if you're talking about buying cushions for your couch, curtains for your home, and the difference is 5 to $10, you'll always go with the cheapest. But if I said to you, you can have a pair of curtains that are $100 or a pair of curtains that are $1,000, what immediately goes on in your brain? What the hell is so good and so special about the $1,000 curtains? And how do I get them in my home? You immediately start to think about why it's better, why it's superior, and then your brain starts to work out a way to even consider if you can afford it. 
And that is the key to understanding price strategy in any business, not just in this business of yours or mine. That's the key to understanding it. If you are anywhere near your competition in terms of the price that you charge, you will be price shopped. So the only solution that you have is not just to be slightly more expensive, to be wildly more expensive, like incredibly more expensive. So my competition in my small towns for their 30 minute sessions around about 30 pounds. We're offering our patients 99 pound sessions and killing it. We're getting better types of clients clients who value their health and they're telling us they are valuing the health because they're prepared to pay more now i know the price shop does i know that they've probably rang around a couple of clinics and i also know that i've created a lot of confusion in their brain around why i'm so much more expensive than the guy around the corner now even if i lose one or two out of ten which i'm happy with because those people wouldn't have wanted to pay the lower fees anyway and probably wouldn't have been great clients and wouldn't have gone on to have as many sessions as they should have done i'm actually working less but making more and what have i done Really, I've just had the balls to set my prices at a way higher level than the guy around the corner based upon science and fact, not theory and not emotion uh, and not my opinion. Science of how human beings make decisions and fact, not emotion and not my theory and not my false beliefs, which is how most private practices set their prices today. Maybe you, I don't know. But I can guarantee you that if you are setting your prices based around what everybody else is in your town, you'll get what everybody else gets, which is heartache, frustration, spinning your wheels, hassle, wasted energy, never really fulfilling your potential. Um, However, if you go the other way and you go brave and you back yourself and you truly understand how all of this works, then there is nothing stopping you setting your fees at a way higher price today than yourself now obviously if you're in network or you're dealing with insurance companies it's a different ball game but there are always ways to negotiate renegotiate fees and prices and if those guys don't want to pay you what you deserve to be paid then that's cool start working an exit strategy just like what i did with most of the companies that were keeping me locked up from the prices that i wanted to to charge three or four years ago walked away from them all or first of all i figured out how to how to walk away from them all with better direct marketing better price strategy and then when i was ready I pushed the button and we were gone and we were left with probably 20% of the providers who did play ball, who did value what we did, who uh, are, are happy to pay prices that I think are fair and respectful within a 30 day time frame. Now, I was only able to do that because I worked out that there was a problem and then I worked at fixing the problem with investing in myself, investing in learning how to run a business and learning how to you know, get better at direct marketing, etc., etc. When I got to that point, then I cut the cord didn't cut the cord, didn't put my ego in play, didn't cut the cord without a backup plan, got the backup plan, then cut the cord. And the clinics, the companies that I was left with, love working with, love dealing with. The others, never want to hear from them ever, ever again. So price strategy right now is probably what's in the way of you being able to then have those extra profits to either spend or use to create a marketing system, which is what I did. So I raised the prices and I reinvested it in a marketing system. So I got better um, with Facebook, figured out how to do it, invested in the training that I needed to learn how to do Google AdWords, invested in the training to learn how to write newspaper ads and postcards and emails, and invested in things like Infusionsoft. 
and I um, took that money, that extra increase in profits that came into my business in the short term and reinvested it into a machine that allowed me to grow a business that would last in the long term. That allowed us to go from one clinic to four to start to buy our offices because we had so much surplus cash building up inside of the business. I was able to buy two of the premises that two of my clinics are housed inside of, so I'm my own landlord. And then ultimately, because I was able to put more into marketing and I had a bigger marketing budget than I'd ever had paid for by somebody else, i.e. the customer, I was then able to bring more patients into the business. And when I had this wonderful thing called deal flow going on, where deal flow is basically where you come in every single day and you know that you will have more people making inquiries than you can handle. It's a beautiful position to be in in business that very few business owners ever get to experience. And that's because they won't invest. They won't listen to podcasts, they want to invest in the courses and the training and they're making decisions based upon their business out of theory and false beliefs um, and emotion rather than science and fact. Huge. It's This is a huge podcast and I hope you understand the significance of it and how powerful it is for your business. I'm not saying it's all going to happen overnight, but when you even start to accept that price strategy is the single most important thing in your business, then uh, things are going to change quite rapidly. So we reinvested the profits. We reinvested the money into a marketing campaigns, uh, bringing in people to help me to, to run those campaigns. Business got bigger. More people came knocking on the door. With more people knocking on the door, I got even more confident and we were able to continue to raise prices, even though everybody around me said that nobody in Hartlepool would pay those types of fees. Still to this day, people tell me, other physios hear it. I hear other physios on the grapevine, you know, even telling their patients uh, that I have the audacity to charge like three times as much as them. Guess how I know? Because their patients end up coming to me. Their patients end up coming to me. When my competition tell their patients that I'm three times more expensive, two or three out of 10 wonder what the hell am I doing different? They check me out on the website, they make an inquiry, they make a phone call, and all of a sudden, here, presto, a couple of weeks later, they are a patient. Thanks to my competition, who can't even figure out how and why I'm able to charge, or why I do charge, higher prices. So if that's happening to my competition, and they're thinking that way, then, again, how grounded in their low prices are they going to be forever? Again, it's because they've never took the time to understand why. The same competition who tried to copy my website, mimicking the colors and one or two things that I put on, who don't understand the strategies that we use and how the website is part of a vital or is the vital cog in a marketing plan that is pretty big. It's not just out there on its own. It's not just an isolated website. It's part of a social media campaign, Facebook ads, Google AdWords, newspaper, a book that I wrote and, and published on Amazon. With all of the, um, or the goal of all of the marketing campaigns is to lead everybody back to the website to take a certain action. They're not doing that. They just think that by copying the website and having you know the similar colors and the similar graphics or logos or icons or whatever, that they're going to be successful. And of course they're not. So it's like anything. You can try, you know, you, you can dabble in this stuff or you can master in this stuff. Which do you want? Because I, I promise you, you will be rewarded for, for mastering this stuff. If you dabble, you might do all right. You, you'll, you'll do all right. But 20, 30, 40 years later, you look back and think that you never really achieved the business success that you wanted. You don't have the lifestyle that you wanted. Your kids haven't got um, you know, the home that you wanted to raise them in or the experiences and the travel adventures that you wanted to take them on. That's what this is all about. Ultimately, that's what business is all about. We're, we're trying to create something that adds value to somebody else's life 
that in exchange for that value, they're happy to give you their time and their money so that you can have the value that you want in your life. You can spend that time and that money that people are happy to give you on creating experiences and, and, and finding the value that you want in your life. So price strategy is big and it starts in your head, it starts in your mind and understanding how human beings actually do make decisions. That if you're the same price as your competition or anywhere near them, you will uh, be in the same space, you will occupy the same space in their mind and it will always come down on the cheaper. So it's better to be wildly ex more expensive so that they at least begin to question why. The moment that a consumer questions why you're more expensive, they're actually halfway there to choosing you. What's the difference between a $100 pair of curtains and a $1,000 pair of curtains? I don't know, but I want them. It just sounds good. It sounds as though that's the type of thing I would love to have in my home. Can I afford it? I don't know, but I'm starting to think about buying them already. This is how the world has got to where it is. This is how the world or America is in $20 trillion worth of debt and Britain is in however many trillion, dollar, trillion pounds worth of debt because this is how human beings think. We don't think from logic. We think from emotion. $100 set of curtains, $110 set of curtains. My brain is not thinking that there's anything different between those two sets of curtains. $100 set of curtains, $1,000 set of curtains. I'm asking myself what's different and I want to know what's different and I'm already starting to think what would my room or what would my front room or living room look like with a thousand dollar pair of curtains in them, in there. I'm starting to figure out a way to buy these curtains and I don't even know what's different. Hundred dollar physio, two hundred dollar physio. Am I going to risk my health, my prized asset, with a guy who values his services who puts a label on his services at $100? Or am I going to trust my health with a guy who values his services at $200? I don't know what makes his, him different, but I just know that there's something is. And I want to be with that guy. Another context for you to understand, heart surgeon. Let's say you have a problem with your chest. Okay, I had an issue with my chest at 31. Now, if I had pulled up into the car park of the uh, surgery, you know, where I was going to get tested... Uh, and whatever was going wrong with my heart at the time. And I saw two cars in the car park. One was an old, let's say, 20-year-old, rusted, battered, broken down, had a flat tire um, Fiesta or a old Ford that was just in the corner of the car park. And right next to that same car was the brand-new Porsche, the Boxster 911, or the, uh, the Porsche 911, black soft top, both surround sound, pristine condition, couple of thousand mile on the clock with a private reg saying um, dock one, okay? Dock one, who do I instantly hope and pray to almighty heaven is my heart surgeon? It ain't the guy with the rusty old battered car. That's for sure. Now, in ordinary circumstances, if I was walking into a store, I don't really give a crap what type of what type of you know image or prestige or whatever the guy you know holds around himself. But when it comes to my health, I'm instantly associating success with price and money. Rightly or wrongly, I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. So please don't think that's what I'm advocating. I like I don't agree with that type of thing. I don't live that type of life. But I know that millions, if not billions of people around the world do. And I'm not going to fight that. And I'm not even going to contemplate trying to change it. 
When it comes to their health, people will always come down on the side of the guy who appears to be more successful. It it contradicts every single sane, rational thing in life to think that it doesn't. So if you're the $100 provider and I go up against you a $200 provider, yeah, you might get one or two out of 10 that really cheap people who genuinely cannot afford it, and that's fine. But I'm over here attracting the eight out of 10 people who are starting to ask, Paul, what makes you different? And at least I have the opportunity to explain what makes me different. And then if I've worked on my secretary, I've got a good front desk script, I've got a good USP, I've got website and testimonials, and I've got a good follow-up system, and I've got information to give that person, guess what I'm able to do? I'm able to convert more of those people to $200 sessions. I can forget about the people who want the quick get in, get out type physio sessions at $100 and I can have more of the people who spent a little bit more time asking what makes me different so that they can make their own decision about their health and me and therefore I'm going to be insanely more profitable than any other business owner in this area. My physio clinic operates at 35% profit margin. 35% profit margin and I don't work in it. If I'm an owner, um, if I'm a business owner who works in my business, my profit margin um, at best should be around about 12 to 15 percent if i'm not working in it it might be five to eight percent i'm getting 35 percent profit margin in my practice and i'm not even there i won't be there for the next seven weeks my business operates at 35 percent profit margin this is how it's not because I'm a better physio. It's not because we're in a better location. It's not because I'm in a big city. I'm in economically challenged towns. Google Hartlepool, Google Darlington, Google Durham, Google Gisborough. These are not, Gisborough could be classed as slightly, but where my clinics are are not affluent towns in England. They're in the north, which traditionally are economically challenged. There's not great job prosperity. House prices are probably a fraction of what they are elsewhere in the country. That's because there are no jobs up here. There certainly isn't big business, internet, you know, investment, that type of thing. It's not going on up here. And yet still people are paying £99 for a visit to see a physio in uh, a town that most physio clinic owners charge 30 Most of them struggle to get to 35 It's because of either the mindset of understanding that if I charge 40 in my competition of 35, I'm not going to be any more successful. If anything, I probably really am going to lose because I occupy the same space in the brain of the pet of the person making the decision. And in the absence of any other reason to buy from me, they will always come down to the cheapest. When I've shifted up to 65 for a half hour session and 99 for a one hour session, all of a sudden that patient has to do what you would do and ask why or how. If you're sat there as a business owner and you're in you're in the northeast of England and you want my competition, which is a chance somebody's listening, and you're thinking, how on earth can you charge that much money? You are doing exactly what a patient is doing. How? You've opened up a loop in the brain. The patient has a loop opened in their brain that they need an answer to. What is this guy doing that is so significantly different to the rest of the people around here? And if that person values their health and they take themselves seriously, uh, which most people do, in, in a situation where they need you and they're looking for you, they will not categorically risk the cheaper option in favor of paying a little bit more to get what appears to be a lot more. It's a fact. It's science. It's preconditioned behavior patterns and habits that human beings have. And it is not going to change just because it's you. Just because it's your clinic, just because you only have a little room in a sports center, just because you are a brand new startup, just because you haven't been in business and you don't really know anybody and nobody knows your name. Like they don't know 
that nobody else knows your name. The fact is right now, they know who you are. The fact is right now, they want to talk to you. The fact is right now, if they've looked at your website and it does a reasonably half-decent job at explaining and communicating the value and the benefits that you'll bring to people's lives, guess what? They'll pay for it, just like you will. If you can start to get people to ask, if my competition is saying, how's he doing it? And scratching their head, so is a patient. And what they're really saying is, what have you got going on over there that these people haven't, and how can I get access to it? How can I at least even ask the question of what makes you different? And even if the fact that you're way higher starts to get people to ask questions about why you're different, you're going to be more successful. And then even if one or two patients start to, to, to not pay the appoint, to pay the bill or, or don't go ahead and book, your next challenge becomes, okay, I've got the interest. What do I have to do? What do I have to change? And this is why I started the show with what's going wrong. Because if this is not happening for you, something's breaking down somewhere because this is the law. This is the law of business and this is why the 1% exists. I keep saying it. The 1% exists because they think differently and they do and act differently. So if people are calling your clinic and they're not booking a, an appointment because your prices are higher and they're going to the cheaper option, you are doing something wrong. And that wrong is not basically communicating with that person in such a way that they can make a confident decision on the value that you offer them. Where does that come from? You change the way you speak to them. You change your unique serving proposition. You change your marketing message. You change your telephone scripts. You have got them, I assume. Again, most businesses haven't. And if you're not asking the right questions in the right order to make the person that you're speaking to or dealing with on the phone feel a certain way about doing business with you, putting chemicals into their body that make them feel good and confident about buying from you, then you will lose them. And that's not because of a recession. That's not because of the government. That's not because of Obamacare. That's because you didn't figure out what needed to be said, what that person needed to hear in order to make a confident decision on your prices at the new $180 instead of 115 everything in business today is in your control every single aspect of your business needs to be looked at and i'm a huge fan of a saying in business that says every time you solve a problem you create a problem so the problem for most business owners is prices are too low okay cool we've got the prices higher now the problem might be that not everybody stays on schedule all right how do we fix that it's not because the price went up, it's because we then didn't change the way we speak to show the value of why we're now able to charge $180. See the difference? You can't just raise your price and then think that everything's going to be completely fine forever. It's not going to happen that way. It starts with raising your price and then the next step is to figure out how can we raise it again Well, we have to communicate the value better so what do we have to do there marketing has to be improved websites have to be improved front desk needs to be improved possibly even changed if she's not good enough to communicate the new value how we speak at the evaluation needs to be looked at because now we're communicating something again the the, the salesperson in the in the store that's selling the curtains they're not going to speak to me the same way if i'm buying a hundred dollar pair of curtains as they will if i'm buying a one thousand dollar pair of curtains if i go into the hugo boss store and ask for a suit off the shelf He's going to talk to me one way. If I go into the Hugo Boss store and ask for a custom tailored suit, he's taking me to a completely different place in the store and speaking to, to me completely different because now my investment's up towards 5000 instead of $1,000. I have to be spoken to and dealt with completely different. Same is going to have to happen in your business. So 
So mindset shift, one or two little strategies that I'll give you to help you raise those prices. People love options. So if you're worried about losing your prices or losing your clients, give them um, the quickest way to raise price today in your business. If you want to know what it would be, take whatever you are charging now, let's say it's $115, make that a 30-minute visit and make a 60-minute visit $180. That's it. If you just didn't, in fact, that's it. That's all you need to do today. If you do it, that will completely change your business and let me know in 12 months time what that looks like. I was, I've was i actually written down four other things here and I'm not going to give you them because that's all you need to do. Change the way that you think and offer two sessions in your business. And if you do that, you will be significantly more successful in your business. So I hope you've enjoyed that. Um, a little bit of tough love. And I think it needs to be that way when it comes to prices because there's so much fear and there's so much nervousness and insecurities and false beliefs around price and how it works and how consumers actually make decisions. And again, right, let's look at this. Take a look at the clothes you're wearing right now. Are they, are they the cheapest? Let's look at the phone that you're holding right now as you're listening to this podcast. Is it the cheapest or is it the iPhone? Is it the latest iPhone? Let's take a look at the car that you're driving. Did you buy the cheapest? Of course you didn't. Let's take a look at the holiday that you're going on this summer. Did you look through the brochure or the internet and, and scroll down to the bottom to the cheapest? Of course you didn't. You bought the one that appeared to offer you the most value. Um, possibly you spent a little bit more than you thought you would have done. Who's never done that in their life? Everybody does it. Everybody will continue to do it. That is how the world works. So your business destiny, I would put price strategy at the number one reason or the number one way that you will be successful in your business. And if you follow the kinetic chain that I've just told you, raise your prices, use it to reinvest into marketing, use your marketing um, to bring more of the right people to you, get more of the right people coming to you, which gives you even more confidence, keep raising your rates. And so this cycle um, continues and you get off the hamster wheel, you get off the treadmill and you get on a beautiful ride that is more comfortable and is more profitable, more successful, more healthier, more happier, easier for you to enjoy, and ultimately, um, the impact that you have on patients who charge higher that you charge higher prices for is significantly better. And I tell you why. It's the last thing I'm going to say on it. When they pay more, they are more committed and they are invested more into doing what you tell them to do. They give you much more respect. They show up more. For context, and I give you an analogy. Um, why did the, the 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 house price crash in 2008? Why did it really happen? Why did why were so many foreclosures? What really went on is when people started to lose their jobs, people who owned that home, who hadn't put any money down in terms of a deposit in that home, had no vested interest to continue paying the bill. So they chucked the keys back at the bank and walked away when the going got tough. When they all lost their jobs, the going got tough, they walked out of the house. Now just imagine in 2008 when all those people lost their jobs because of whatever went on in the recession. Just imagine if those people had had $50,000 put into their uh, deposit. Because remember, everybody was getting 100% deposits. Most of the foreclosures happened to people who had 100% mortgages. Uh, no deposit, no commitment, no vested interest. If um, those people had had to put down 40, 50 grand into the home, like they used to do years ago, how many of those people would have just chucked the keys back? I bet you would have been a lot less. Because those people had a vested interest. Their money was in that home. Those people would have gone and got jobs in McDonald's, worked behind a bar, done anything that they could to continue to stay in that home. Not because they wanted the home, because they were keeping their 50K 
investment through the bad times. Same with patients. The more that they invest in you, if they invest $100 a session with you, you'll get a decent level of commitment. If they've invested $200 with you, they show up. They really show up, ready to listen, ready to do your exercises, ready to follow your home you know, care plans, ready to do everything that you've told them to do. Why? Because they've got more money invested in the outcome. And again, if you don't think that's true, you are trying to defy human logic and human behavior and everything that's going on around you. The more that you invest, the more that you are committed to actually doing it. And if you do it and you're good and the, you know, your physio is good, those patients will get the transformations that they are looking for. If they get the transformations, guess what your coffee shop conversation becomes? Paul's good. Mine is exactly this. Paul, they're expensive, but they're bloody good. They are bloody good. They are well worth the money. And and I have no problem with that. In fact, I love it. I love it every time somebody labels me as expensive because I'm in a category of one rather than being in the other category with all of the other cheap physios in my town. So huge psychology in all this as normal, backed by science, backed by years of experience, years of me doing this at my own practice, years of me doing this for other clinics um, all across the US in Canada and Australia. This will work for you. Go back and listen to the podcast multiple times. There's nuggets everywhere and it's the type of thing that if nothing else, it just gives you the confidence to do it today, knowing that human beings are making a decision on you. If you are anywhere near your competition, if you elevate yourself out of the league that everybody else is in and put yourself in your own league, they will at least start to ask the question, what makes you so special, so unique and so different that you can charge an extra 60, 70, 80, 90, $100 than everybody else in your town and you are in the race. From that point on, then it becomes how do you improve your service? How do you improve your website? How do you improve your phone calls? How do you improve your communication of your USP? And on and on and on and on we go all the way towards an insanely successful business. It all starts with price strategy, guys. That's it for today, for episode number 15. Uh, I'm off to pack a bag, uh, get my suitcase ready, uh, head down to Heathrow to get my flight to Austin, and I'm looking forward to spending the next six or seven uh, weeks traveling around the US and hopefully get to meet up with you uh, and other listeners of this podcast. Thanks for your time again. Sincerely appreciate it. And I will be back uh, very soon when I have something very significant to share with you that I think will improve the way that you can run your business. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. If you want to advance your business education even faster, then simply head over to paulgoff.com where there are instant access PDF reports and online trainings that you can have from us for free. You can take our free report, the seven things that PT School forgot to teach you about becoming a successful business owner and the online tutorial, how to generate 20 new patients in the next 30 days without a single referral from a doctor. Both of these free trainings will give you more guidance, clarity and the essential skills to help you grow a more successful physical therapy business starting today. Find out the critical things that Paul's learned from growing his very own private physical therapy business and from helping other business owners from all across America, in Britain, Canada and Australia. As valued listeners, we want to give you this training for free. All you have to do is head over to paulgoff.com, that's P-A-U-L-G-O-U-G-H dot com to collect them. We'll see you again next week for another episode of Paul Goff's Physical Therapy Business School podcast. And until then, have a fabulous week.